What is up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of our Friday market update. Every Friday, I go over the headline articles that have been popping up in the news that are happening on the national level, some that are happening on the local level, and then I actually share my thoughts with what is happening with the Bay Area market, uh, with what I've been doing every week, but also with the data that is that is that I share every single uh, week. Now. This particular week has been really intense. I've made about seven or eight offers, and that's a little bit more than usual, and it's just starting to get even busier. So I have my thoughts and my predictions of the year, so you, you don't want to miss that because it's going to be quite interesting this year. But we got a lot of news to cover for the week. Let's take a look, and then I'll give my forecast as to what we can expect over the next couple of months. So first and foremost, um, many people have known this already, but you know, new homes have been extremely popular this year, mainly because several reasons. Uh, there, it isn't much. You know, a lot of a lot of buyers these days are first-time buyers, and what better to buy a, a new home where you have very minimal things to worry about? That's number one. Number two, um, it allows them to not have to compete with the market. It's more about timing, right? Generally, new home constructions they will have a waiting list or just some list to be on. And then as long as you're on that list, you may be able to get a home in X months. However, the challenge is uh, there's such a strong amount of buyers that have come into the market, a strong amount of buyers. And what does that mean? It means a lot of the new homes that were being built have actually almost fully sold out. All builders have felt they sold out much faster than they could have ever even imagined. And so what does this mean? It means check out a lot of communities. Just look it up yourself. Reach out to me if you want me to call on your behalf or you can call on your behalf and I can help you afterwards. But reach out to a lot of the new builders that are building and ask them, hey, look, if I wanted to buy, what do you even have open and when is the earliest move-in? You will see a lot of communities are sold out almost for good. I'll give you an idea. For those that are local, Communications Hills in San Jose, huge spot. They have had you know a thousand homes or something like that that are being being developed, but they only have a few left. And once those are gone, they won't be able to build for another few years. So it's not like you're going to continue to build every year and just keep popping them out. Uh, keep that in mind. And the earliest you would be able to move in, anyways, would be sometime potentially in June or onwards. And a lot of them are going through this. I had another client that was looking in Tracy Mountain House because there's a lot bigger houses there. All of them are sold out for good. There is nothing left to even sell. So be aware of that. And now what does that mean? You can see through this article, new home sales historically high in 2020. There's going to be a big supply squeeze this year. Once these are cleared out, where do you think those buyers are going to go? There's two ways. It's going to, there's just two paths that you're going to take. Path one is they become very aggressive with prices because they have no choice. Or path two, we may see a good amount of buyers just get discouraged and leave the marketplace altogether. So, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Everybody has their own perception about it. You know, I, I always give people the right expectations of what you need to do in this competitive market. And it's just beginning. And we, I will show you that momentarily. I'll give you my feedback too. Now, it's not all good news. So residential has been on fire and it's going to collect continue to be on fire. But there's still a lot more negative news from San Francisco when it comes to uh, different companies exiting. So we work to leave some Bay Area buildings in another blow to office markets. 
No, it makes sense, right? I mean, number one, WeWork's business model of just co-working space um, is in general just not, you know, it's kind of will be, if, if someone was going to cut costs, it works both ways, right? When things are good, people can go and they can lease space and they can use it. But then things are bad, they can just exit right away. So their business model is, is really, really bad, quite frankly, especially in this marketplace. And so it makes sense that a lot of their long-term leases will be exited uh, in San Francisco and also in, in Manhattan likely. So they're in a world of hurt. Uh, I'm not sure how they would actually survive other than they keep raising and try to write it out. But it's going to be very, very difficult uh, for them. So there'll be a, a good amount more commercial leases in San Francisco. What else is some news? Uh, Yelp's entire San Francisco headquarters listed for lease. Incredible, right? They've they've done a lot to uh, help with the San Francisco commercial landscape. However, they are uh, one one point about them is I mean they have not done well at all uh, in this environment. Right, people are not going out to eat as much. Uh, the bigger winners are the the delivery companies. So the it's like DoorDash and Uber Eats. They've done very very well. But Yelp, because people are not going out to eat, have, has done very very poorly. And at the same time, a lot of the businesses that usually do ads with Yelp, unfortunately, they're not doing well. And this is not the business model because they, they don't want them, they don't they can't really need they can't really get them to come in anyway. So it's all about delivery right now. So it makes sense. That Yelp has been struggling pretty mightily, and it makes sense that they're planning to, they're, that they are downsizing and they will list out their lease um, or list out their office space for lease. But it's quite you know big news. Uh, Yelp probably has a couple of thousand people in San Francisco, uh, but they've been downsizing for ever since the shelter in place first first happened. There's so something to be mindful of to see that also on the market. Um, now, when it comes to the real estate side, mortgage applications on the rise again. There is a very, very clear sign um, in terms of level of interest. And a lot of that has to do, especially with the Bay Area, because Biden became uh, president. There is a lot of people that came out that were, especially in the Bay Area, which immigration is very, very important. Without a doubt, for those that live in the Bay Area, especially those that have immigration uh, visas, uh, they certainly are in a much better place with Biden in power than Trump is in power when it comes to immigration. So what does that mean? Their confidence level to buy a home is now also much higher and they are ready to buy. And it is something to be mindful of because they have been saving for a long time. It wasn't because of savings that they were not able to buy. It's because of if they're uncertain if they can even stay in the country, which was the reason altogether. So something to be mindful of because I am seeing that already today. And uh, we will cover that once I go over the market update of my thoughts, what's happening and what is likely to happen. But that gives you some insights as well. But this is happening across the U.S., right? The level of activity, people valuing their homes more than ever before in history. People needing more space than ever in history uh, is continuing to happen. So we will continue likely to keep seeing this rise. Um, the only way that this drops in a sense is that either interest rates rise, which is not too likely. But more if they just get frustrated and they kind of exit the market because they give, gave up. So I'm telling all of my buyers, stay vigilant, stay patient, but also understand the market, understand expectations. You know, you may be priced out for single family altogether, but don't say that it's not the end of the world. You can start with condos, townhomes, get into the market, 
stop paying rent and eventually trade up at a later time once you save more money. So that's something to be mindful of when it comes to um, what's actually happening in the marketplace. Some uh, interesting news. So the company called Divi Homes snags $110 million Series C funding. So this is a housing startup. And what they do actually is they have a model where Divi as a company actually buys a home, they rent it back for that individual, and then they eventually sell it. So really interesting model. I suggest people feel free to check it out. I don't think it is though, um, this is not as relevant, I don't think in the Bay Area. I don't think it's seen here, but feel free to leave it on the comments if you heard of it or if you use it somewhere else. I don't think it's in the Bay Area, but pretty interesting option for those that might be looking in other areas, like as you can see, Atlanta, Dallas, Miami, San Antonio, Houston. So there's a lot of markets that they're in. So it's just something to be an option uh, for those that you know don't wanna go the traditional route. They may wanna use this instead, something to check out. So that is a little bit about the new side of things. Let's take a look at the market data itself and where the market is going and where it's heading. So. As I mentioned, what is really interesting right now, these last two months, because of the new regime of the presidency, um, the market has certainly been incredibly, incredibly hot. It has been as busy as it has been in a long, long time. The last time it was this busy was basically back in early, I would say, 2018, which was really hot for those that may have bought or sold a place during that time. It's been actually likely hotter because prices are higher than it was at that time. So something to be mindful of when you are participating in this market. And right now, the interesting part is it's not just one specific market anymore. It's actually even other markets like a San Mateo County, which you can see from the chart of the medium sales price has been relatively flat all year, but not anymore. Um, I made a bid this week on a house in Redwood City, sold way above where it should have sold for. So it's a sign that even San Mateo County, which had been a place for people to have actually get some really good value is already changing. It's already, it's already moving. And um, you know, these are pretty early indications because it's, it's only a few days of February, but these will, what happens in February from this data perspective will be what is revealed from the data from January. And as I mentioned, because January has been really hot get ready to see some pretty big pops. Uh, we may see record highs, all-time record highs. So something to be mindful of, if you're looking at any city in any county right now, this is the, this is what's happening and this is something just to be prepared for. Um, so you can see new listings this week, not much, 95. Contingent pending, 94. Really interesting um, altogether when it comes to just the number. Now, is it because of Super Bowl weekend? Potentially. Um, but then again, the Niners are not, are not participating in the event. So who knows if that's the case, um, but certainly not a lot to look at. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, first we have the jump for joy with Michael. Things are going very well. Thanks for tuning in. And Leon, great question. Any outlook on shifting from work from home to work from anywhere? Workers may not congregate in a central headquarter anymore. Specifically are things like WeWorks relevant again, and would it likely impact or influence real estate? Fantastic question, and it's quite frankly a question that everywhere everybody has. The reality is the biggest losers, if you think about it from all from it all from a real estate perspective, is uh, you know landlords, especially for apartment buildings. At the same time, also the bigger losers are the condo markets, 
in prime areas. So you think of like Soma or think about downtown San Francisco, those prime areas that people used to really want to walk and go to work uh, that way. Those are areas that have been hit pretty hard, maybe about 10 to 15 percent decrease in prices. But where do they go? They don't some actually, you know, go out of the area altogether. So hence you feel like you look at like Austin. Austin is on fire right now. You know, people in Texas, you wanted it. You're going to get it now. If you want, you know, people have been talking about the Bay Area market, about how, how crazy it is. You, it's actually way crazier right now in Austin than it is Bay Area. I mean, we're talking about 80 plus offers. Because think about this. If the Bay Area salary can move anywhere, which is, you know, a pretty high average income, um, give you an idea, average Facebook employee makes $200,000. Like imagine how much that buying power is easily a million dollars for a single individual. And then Austin's real estate market, let's say it's 500,000 now. I mean, this is all very inexpensive relative to them, even if even though they have a higher property tax. So a lot of the areas that become these markets where people flow to will become, as you already see, hyper competitive. And so Austin is going to be very intense. Uh, throughout the year. I don't see why it wouldn't be because they have a massive inventory problem now and they have these buyers that have a lot of money that, you know, that, that they didn't have, you know, in a sense before, at least as that as a buyer pool. So you have markets like that, that becomes hyper competitive. Austin is one of them. Sacramento is also another market, hyper competitive. You look at Lake Tahoe, similar effect, right? If you have the Bay area money, you can go there. That's what happens. However, that does not mean everybody's just leaving the Bay Area altogether. There are people leaving for those areas, but they're also just leaving to other areas. So even a Santa Clara County, um, so you can see just from this chart, right? Santa Clara County, as an example, has continued to increase and we are hitting record high prices for Santa Clara County. We are seeing a 5 to 10% already a pop over what it was the last one or two months. So people just, it just basically means people are moving a little bit further out. They have that option, but they're still they're still moving in the Bay Area. It's just maybe not in that same city that they had worked. It could be one county over, could be one city over, but the demand is very high for all price points. Whether it's like a first time buyer, or it's you know I have many clients in the three million dollar plus range. That's it's very competitive there too. I mean, I made a bid this week in in Sunnyvale, South Sunnyvale, which is the most expensive parts of Sunnyvale, as an example. Um, that house sold for about uh, five, also five to eight percent above what other houses have sold for in the past, in the last two months. I mean, this is a this is a big jump, right? So uh, that kind of gives you an idea related to that. Now. At the same time, with Leon's point, I think it's very important to understand every company will have its own policy. And it is important to understand which companies are more likely to have offices. People go back to the offices. Those companies are like Google. They are like Facebook. They are definitely Apple. Uh, they are Amazon, right? A lot of these companies that are the big tech companies. They really value that, that work uh, life feel in a campus. And that's why they continue to expand. They continue to get more leases. They continue to keep building new new uh, areas uh, for that reason. Um, so it is also important to understand it's not a unanimous thing. Um, the company and their culture and their the, the way they want to ha you know handle their growth. 
uh, will certainly be uh, a major impact as to what gets impacted. But if you think about that, where are most of them at? Most of them are in the South Bay. Most of them are basically around Palo Alto. So you have Menlo Park, Mountain View, Sunnyvale, um, those places, right? So those areas, because they have that philosophy, uh, are really interesting plays when it comes to real estate. And that's why a lot of people that work there continue to buy locally and they don't actually go that far away. So something to be mindful of, but great question. I get this question all the time. Hopefully that answers it and gives you, you know, what is actually happening. And then John for joy with Michael, how do you feel about the rental market with home prices going up? Are rental markets going down? The answer is yes. Rental markets are extremely weak. Um, but it also varies. It depends on the type of property that is being rented out. So same idea. It's not a unanimous thing. The, the entire rental market is not like terrible, but the smaller the units, like a condo, like a one bedroom, like a studio, those have been hit very hard, 15, 20% in one year. And, uh, but if you go larger, so if like I rented out some uh, single family homes or like townhomes, they have dropped maybe about 8% or so from the last year, but it's still pretty easy to rent out. Like it'll rent out one weekend still. And you have pretty good, very good candidates, very high quality people that still rent those uh, properties out. So uh, it depends on the type of unit. And that's why the type of unit matters uh, so much. Okay, so let's take a look at Santa Clara uh, County. As you can see, similar thing, dec decline in new listings, 256. This is a very low number. I hope it's because of Super Bowl weekend, but if it's not, we got big problems ahead of us. But you can see already that the prices have already started to increase. And this is just the beginning. Santa Clara County right now is incredibly hot in all price ranges, as I mentioned, from $1 million, which is kind of the, the quote unquote lower end for single family, because you can see the average or the medium is already over 1.4 to even two and a half, three million in you know Mountain View, um, Palo Alto, Cupertino. We are seeing record highs. They are pops right now. And so one of the things that everyone needs to be mindful of, of what, what do you do when, when things pop now? Because now if you look at the previous history, you do not actually have um, you do not have comps that support where it will sell for. What does that mean for everybody? There are appraisal risks that you need to factor in by default now. What does that mean? You need to have more capital for down payment. So if you are using a 20% down kind of loan, you need to basically factor in about 25% down as just in case that it doesn't appraise. If you're not able to do that and you're really stretched, you will have two options. And I tell everyone this, you need to lower your price so that you have that buffer because it's happening across all price points and or you might have to switch and not look for single family anymore because you can see below condos and townhomes is not the same right i mean you may even see some some small decline uh that you're not seeing you know upward trajectories so unfortunately you might have to change the mindset altogether and um it is what it is but you might have to just change the search because condos townhomes these will likely appraise because they're selling at you know what others have sold for but we're not seeing that kind of uh, impact right now for single family. It will, every almost every single family home now will have a risk of it not appraising. And it may be a risk, depending on what others have sold for, of, of about 5%. Let's take a look at Alameda. Alameda County continues to be very strong. You can see the upward trajectory uh, over the months. It continues to push. I don't think it'll be this high as a medium, but I think we're gonna hit records. Uh, Alameda has been very, very competitive, whether you're talking about like the 
the Berkeley area, which has been very competitive, even the Pleasanton, Livermore, kind of that area as well, that part of the East Bay, um, never mind even like Fremont, like all parts of the East Bay has been competitive uh, because of like the point, like Leon uh, brought up, there are some people that feel like they can work uh, you know, further out and East Bay certainly relative to the other counties is much more uh, bang for your buck there. Condos and townhomes though, relatively flat. Take a look at Contra Costa County. Contra Costa County has, um, when it comes to January, has a little bit slowed down in a sense. It's been relatively flat if you compare it for, uh, I would say, just throughout the last couple of months. It had a very big tick up initially, but then now it's been relatively flat. But you will still see a lot of competition and a lot of bids. It will be case by case. Condos, though, um, slight increase, but nothing too crazy when it comes to that asset class. Last but not least, let's take a look at San Francisco. San Francisco, when it comes to residential single family, you can see it's actually been relatively flat, if not a slight, slight decline. So San Francisco has been relatively predictable as to what houses will sell for. Condos though, as you can see, um, it's actually, it just depends on what time frame that you look at, what type of uh, unit that you're looking at. Uh, I would say it's, it's been a little bit of a decline, as I mentioned, depends on the location. If you're looking for a place like in Soma, um, then certainly a lot more than places like maybe like a Mission Bay or places like the Marina, places on the outskirts um, that are not as impacted. And they also keep in mind, they'll also have the same kind of HOA that the places in kind of the prime areas uh, have, because those tend to be newer, they tend to be more luxury. Uh, and a lot of a lot of the luxury stuff that you can't use right now, anyways. So it's it's highly it's not as desirable. But this was what's interesting is that it does present a lot of buyers an opportunity that they haven't been before. So I would say in the last two months, I've gotten a lot more calls, a lot more clients that are looking to buy a condo in San Francisco because this is a time that that they just um, you know when was there a time that there's a ten to fifteen percent decline for condo prices. So some people look at that and say, look, this is a great time, which it is. It just depends on someone's time horizon and their thesis and their bet. So we are seeing that activity, um, but it's just something to be mindful of, of what kind of happened over the last couple of months. Well, I hope this was helpful. Every week I do this market update so that you can get educated about the market, but that this also arms you to become a smart real estate buyer, seller, or investor. If you or anyone you know is considering to buy, sell, or invest in the Bay Area, reach out to me, love to help you every step of the way. It's certainly very busy. It's certainly very important to have the right expectation and even more importantly, the right framework in this market because we are just starting. My prediction and my forecast, we're gonna hit record highs this year again, but I think that inc the, the incline are gonna be more in the prime properties like a Santa Clara County, like an Alameda County. Uh, even San Mateo will probably also hit new record highs. And I think as of right now, in the last two months, which is not even a busy season usually, um, we're gonna pre we're gonna see some pretty intense numbers. My guess, my bet, fifteen to twenty percent appreciation this year alone. So that's my bet, and uh, we'll see how it plays out. But that's how what it seems like so far. If I can help, let me know. Enjoy the weekend, and I will see you at the next one. Bye now.
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of this podcast. If you like this show, please be sure to leave a five-star review for wherever you have searched for it. And if you wanted to talk about your real estate goals, feel free to reach out at any time. You can email me at spencer at spencerhsu.com or give me a call or text 408-223-5493. Talk to you soon. Have a good one.